Hi, I'm Kelsey Farias. And I'm Armando Farias. And each week we will be sharing knowledge and inspiration on becoming a better you. Feeling down, defeated, or looking at how to better yourself? We got you. Already successful? Great. Let's help you achieve even more. Sit back and get prepared to hear about overcoming challenges related to self-development, such as mental health, relationships, goal setting, personal growth, fitness, and dream building. Welcome Welcome to to Self-Love Sit-Downs. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Self-Love Sit-Downs. You know, uh, Kelsey and I were having this conversation before we started recording this, that our podcast, our episode, our our podcast is called Self-Love, and that's what we talk about. We talk about your health, your fitness journey, your goals, and everything else, but we've never actually recorded an episode on how to actually love yourself more, like really like directly Some loving tangible yourself. steps exactly too. and that's what we're bringing you today now i am i love to give credit where credit is due so we bring you these topics these tips these eight steps that you can implement nine steps. nine steps i'm sorry nine steps you can implement which come out of a book that kelsey just current recently read with her book club called you are a badass by Sen- jen sincero amazing book so great such a good book you guys and we'll probably be talking on a lot of topics from this book exactly literally you should see the book right now i have bookmarked so many things in this book and i told armando as we were reading it this could be so many podcast episodes just because it's so much even the people in book club some of them are my clients some of them are very loyal podcast listeners and they're like wow i felt like you wrote this book this book is basically you and so it just has a lot of different ways of saying some of the things we've said it's got a lot of good insight and just different things that i told armando i was like you have to read this book so he's currently reading it we'll probably be coming back with some additional episodes on this just because i feel like there's a lot we could talk on give our point of view while also bringing in some of her knowledge as well yeah it's an amazing book we'll put in the show notes so if you've never heard about it you there'll be a link to her book there it'll have the title of of the book so you can go check it out and see what you think about it just because it's made a huge impact on our lives on the way that we look at things and it just kind of reassures that what we are teaching you as a listener is what other people are teaching others in their books and in their in what they do in their lives. So it's really, it's kind of a, a great aha moment for us because mm-hmm. like, okay, we're not just talking out of our asses. <laughs> we're actually talking to, talking in regards to what other people are teaching their groups of people. So we have nine steps for you on how to better love yourself. And we're just going to start off with giving some backstory before we just jump into those steps. So she talks in this chapter on when we are born, we are born knowing how to only eat when we're hungry, breathe deeply, knowing how to not care what others think of us. All of these things are natural to us, right? You walk around naked as a child and think nothing of it. You sing at the top of your lungs as a child think nothing of it. We all have those photo albums with with our pictures of us just sitting in our diapers or just completely butt naked. Mm -hmm. You know, we there's those photo albums on those old Polaroid pictures. And I know we have some at my parents' house. Yeah. And so you're we come into the world. I want to say the purest version that will ever be. And then I feel yeah, like trusting everything that you see, everything that you it's like you You take it for what it is. Exactly. Now we question everything. Mm -hmm. Just I think life occurrences i mean just different th- things completely you know trauma that happens to us fear 
you know, situations that we've been put through, different things shape us into a different person Mm -hmm. and completely change this natural, pure version of us as we as we grow up. Exactly. And so she talks about this, and this was kind of an aha moment for both of us is you come in as that pure version, and then we replace these instincts with fear, doubt, negative self-talk, all of these things that just really kind of bring us down a bit, Mm -hmm. you know, and take us from that more pure version of ourselves to, oh, I better not do that because this person's going to think this. Or... I'm, I'm okay. I don't want to do that because I'm afraid this will happen, mm-hmm. right? The world just completely changes how we think, which changes who we are because that's, you know, how you think and how your mind works and, you know, kind of like foresees what's going to happen. That comes from your experiences and the things that have happened to you through your life. So it does change who you are as a person, which is crazy to think, that the world can do that to yeah. us. Fear, it can fear is like a fence us. that gets gets put up around you. And when you're born, there's no fence around you. You think the sky is the limit. There's nothing that can hold you back. And then slowly as we get older, this fence becomes be, be, becomes a built structure around you. And then some fences are small, some fences are big, depending on what experience you've gone through in your life. But regardless of it, that fear is there. And unfortunately, that fear will hold you in one place and will keep you there if you let it. Yeah. And she gives this other example of we're basically born with a huge bag of money, but over time we start spending this money on what we think others want us to do and instead of following our own dreams. So we start spending money on what others want for us versus what we want for us. And so then by the end of it, we've invested in all of these other people and all that's left is us not believing in ourselves or not believing that we're good enough. And that's what you're left with. And this this analogy just kind of paints that picture of we all start with this pot of money. Mm-hmm. And you're spending it on others. And when you get to the end, there's nothing left for yourself. Or what's left, you do spend on yourself. And you spend it with placing that self-doubt and fear into yourself. And how sad is that? How sad of a picture is that? And... When I think of that, it's so true, you know, and I, I've said this before on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again because I feel like this really fits in here is my little sister is in college and she was the first one in our family to go off to a university. She, we were all so excited. It was, we made such a big deal out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Because this was big. This big was things. big. We were excited for her. Well, a couple years ago, She was talking to me and she was like, sissy, I think I'm going to change my major because she was actually going to school. She, her original plan, she wanted to go and be a vet, a veterinarian. And we were all just ecstatic, made a big deal about it. All this. She was talking to me one day and she goes, sissy, I think I want to change my major. I don't know if I want to be a vet anymore. And I go, that's okay. And she goes, are you sure you're not going to be, you know, upset with me? I'm afraid people are going to be disappointed. I don't want to let everybody down. And I said, look, this is not our decision. We were excited because you were excited Mm -hmm. and because this was a big deal. This was a big pivotal moment for our family that you were taking this first step that none of us did. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that, you know, yes, we were excited for you to go to school to be a vet, but it wasn't just that 
that was the only reason we were excited. We were excited because you were excited. I told her, this is your dream. Nobody is going to have to live with this choice but you. So we don't get a say in this. Even if we don't like it, this is not our life. This is going to be your career. This is going to be what you're doing for the rest of your life. This is going to be what you're paying on those student loans for. You better love it, appreciate it, and be 1000% excited for it. And I think she appreciated that conversation, but, but just, I mean, her coming to me with that and being scared of maybe I shouldn't make this decision because of others. Right. And it's like, no, this is the rest of your life. This is the career that you're going to live out for the rest of your life. I mean, more than likely. I mean, she could always change right. careers, but you know what I mean. And so it's like, no, you need to be 100% invested in this. But that is just what the world has done to us. We fear doing what we think's best for us. And that's sad. That's really sad because you are the person that you spend the most time with. You're the one that has to live with these choices. You're the one that has to get up every day and put in the work for this life that you're going to live. Other people aren't going to live it for you. They might think they know what's best for you, but do they really know what's best for you? No, no, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, when you're younger, I would say maybe listen a little bit more Mm -hmm. to others because you don't have the life experience. You don't have always the ability to foresee what's to come, right? And that's why we have parents guiding us. And this is why we're not technically adults till 18, which should really honestly be more like a 21 to 25 number. I agree. Right? But this is why we have parents because they have the life experience and all of these things. But overall, this is your life. Mm -hmm. You have to live with the choices. So why are we making choices based on what other people think or want? It's just, it seems ridiculous, but myself included, I do the same thing. I think we all, we all at some point in our lives make decisions based on what we think other people want us to do. And that's not the way it should be. We should spend it on yourself. It's not selfish for spending the, that money on yourself and spending and getting, making those decisions that are going to better yourself. Because at the end of the day, like Kelsey said, you're the one that has to live with those decisions. You're the one that has to live with everything. Do you really want to live your life wishing and wanting and could have and would have and should have? No. Not at all. I do not want to get to my deathbed and say, I wish I would have done this. Mm-hmm. I No. I'd rather get there and be like, wow, what a trip. Yeah. Because well, yeah, you know what? I did all the things. Exactly. And that's, you're not... You know, and this is something I fully I believe so heavily in is everything happens for a reason. So even if you failed at something, you learned a lesson. For sure. And that lesson's going to stick with you for life and help you in other endeavors that maybe are successful. Maybe they're successful because of that failure. And so you have to look at things as, okay, what's best for me? Because at the end of the day, we have to live with those decisions and it's hard. I'm in something right now. I'm in a current decision right now that is just consuming my life. And my husband is telling me like, come on, like, it's okay. It's okay. Just do this. You've got this, but I'll tell you it's hard. It's hard being in it. I'm wanting to make a decision for other people, but at the end of the day, I really have to stop and ask myself because Truly, this decision that I'm 
looking to make is going to be what's best for me and my family. Mm -hmm. And I have to choose myself and my family, but I'm having a hard time. The people pleaser in me is having a hard time pulling the trigger and making this decision because I know some people are going to be let down. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, they're not going to live with. Nope. Life goes on for them. Life goes on for you. And so it's a hard decision. And I think we've all been put in this situation before. And I remember one time, this is uh, something that has stuck with me for life. And my stepdad probably doesn't even remember telling me this, but he told me some of the hardest decisions you'll ever make in your life are the best decisions you'll ever make. And that, for whatever reason, just really stuck with me because a lot of times we see them as a negative. Mm -hmm. We just see a hard decision as something bad. It's just causing pain for us right now. Mm -hmm. But a lot of times those are the pivotal moments in your life that we have to have to get us to our final destination of wherever we're headed in Mm -hmm. life. And so that... I'm sure of it. I feel like he probably does not remember telling me this. And I'm not going to tell the story about when he told me this because that'll take up a whole entire podcast itself. But it, that quote has definitely, it's still with me. Yeah, I, think I think of it's it a great so quote. often. I think it's a great quote because we've all been put in situations and I think we can all recall a time we made a decision that was really hard. And when you turned around and looked back and I'm like, what well, was wow. really hard, but look where I'm at now. It's because of that, because of that hard decision. This is where I'm at. And this is great. I'm so glad that I did it. Yeah. A lot of times it's just hard in the heat of things. When we step out, when it's all said and done, it's like, maybe that wasn't so hard, Mm -hmm. but just in the moment, these things feel heavy. They feel impossible, but nothing is impossible. So we'll go ahead and jump into the nine steps that she talks about, and we'll kind of give some of our point of view on some, but there is no need for us to change them because they're perfect. Yeah, they're They're spot on, they're great, and she did an amazing job. And just for reference as well, we're pulling this from chapter six of Mm -hmm. the book. Mm -hmm. Okay, so number one, appreciate how special you are. And I love this one because all I think, and I've told this to a few clients before, is you are the only you. Mm-hmm. We only get you. You are the only you in this entire world. You are the only you. You are so special. You are so customized. How cool is it to think that you're the only you, you that they'll will ever have? Exactly. Yep. And you have been specifically made just like today is Armando and I's anniversary. Happy anniversary, babes. <laughs> and... I think all the time, I feel like I'm going to get emotional right now. I feel all the time I'm so grateful for him. I just think like, wow, like God made him just for me. Like he was just all the right ingredients and the right amounts to be perfect for me. And if he wasn't made, what would I have? Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't have this life or these beautiful babies that, I mean, Yes, they're not our babies together. Mm-hmm. We would still have them. But yeah. but you know what I mean? We wouldn't have this life that we have. And it's because you're the only you. Mm-hmm. And you were made for me. You know? And so we have to, as much as we a lot of times focus on all the negative things about, about ourselves, all the positive things and the negative things have made us who we are that makes us so perfect for somebody. Yeah. And not just Armando, but even my best friend, Ariana. 
Like mm-hmm. I think of her and I can't even, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine life without her. You know, <laughs> she is just the perfect wild, crazy hair that I need as a best friend. She was made specifically for me, like perfectly. And so you have to think of that, that we're the best version of us, even in all the imperfections. Yeah. You have to realize that you are special, that you're you are perfect. custom made. Yeah. There's nobody else out there like you. There's nobody else out there that has the same like greatness in them. Like we all are born with a particular greatness that nobody else has and that nobody else can match. Maybe it's somewhat similar, but nobody's, nobody's great at something like we are great at it. Yes. So you have to realize that you're very unique and you need to really enjoy yourself and praise yourself. Really soak up all the good because a lot of times we focus on all the bad mm-hmm. about ourselves, myself included. I am my worst critic. I'm so hard on myself. I have a harder time than Armando taking criticism. And I think it stems from I criticize myself so much. After a situation or something, I'll give you this example, actually. Armando does all of our editing for our podcast. And this was last week. I, I was, I'm still think I'm still like beaming over this compliment that he gave me last week. He said, that was a really good episode. I really liked it. And I want to let you know that you've done so much better on your ums and different things in the podcast. And he complimented me after. And I was like, thank you. And I was so appreciative of that compliment. I was like, (laughs) this is, I love this. And it's because a lot of times after these, I'm like thinking back and I'm like, oh, this sucked. That sucked. I criticize myself the most. And so I have a really hard time taking criticism. But I also, when somebody compliments me like that, over the moon, over the moon. So by no surprise is words of affirmation my second love language. First is quality time, then words of affirmation. But we all do this. We focus on a lot of the negative things that we do versus the positive. It's like, oh, well, I could have done this better. But what did you absolutely fucking crush it at? Mm -hmm. Maybe your business. I'll give you this example. Maybe your business is floral arrangements. Okay. There is thousands, probably, I don't even know, millions maybe of floral shops, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And everybody probably does a great job. Mm-hmm. That's why they're in business. Exactly. But you know what? Maybe that bride on that day looks at that bouquet and is like, this is exactly what I wanted. This is perfect. This is everything I could have imagined and more. And you gave her that moment. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, are you really stopping to think of that and appreciate that and applaud yourself for that? Or are you just like, okay, cool. On to the next, next because I know I am. Yeah. I'm, you know, we've achieved some pretty big goals for ourselves already this year. Mm -hmm. We're on pace for some financial goals. We just bought a new house. There's just a lot of positive and, I don't feel I've actually stopped and slowed down. I'm no. hoping soon yeah. I can slow down and really think of like, wow, we're doing the damn thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm like, okay, cool. What's next? Like yeah, this? Because okay. we're, in a, we're in a growth stage for mm-hmm. ourselves. I, for I sure. feel like this is for sure a growth stage. And so really take the time to stop and acknowledge all of the good because mm-hmm. there's a lot of good there for anybody. I would like to hope there is so much good that we just tend to overlook so easily. 
Number two, drown yourself in affirmations. We preach on this. If you've been listening to our podcast for quite some time, you have heard us time and time again, affirmations, affirmations, affirmations. That is the key to living a successful, loving, self-loving life, to be quite honest. You know, that's that can change your day. It can give it a 180. There's multiple times a day that I'm like, oh, and you know, everything feels like it's going wrong. And at the end of my day, I do my daily affirmations and I'm like, wow, actually a lot of stuff went right. And we don't see that. So getting on track with daily affirmations, even if it's just one, two, three, however many you can fit in, literally takes you maybe one to two minutes to actually do. And these might change for you or they might remain the same. I know one for me that I definitely have to replay for myself is I am a strong leader because I'm leading a team right now of between 25 and 30 people on my team at Kelsey Teddy Fitness. And sometimes I get in my own head. Am I really capable of leading all of these people? Is this, am I giving them everything they need and desire and deserve, Mm -hmm. you know? And so sometimes it kind of gets in my head. And so that's one that I have to tell myself often. Another one is I'm a patient mother Mm -hmm. because that's definitely one that I have to work on. My patients are not the greatest. Are they better than they used to be? Yeah. And so I have to keep reminding myself. And sometimes it is going to feel like a lie. You're going to feel like, Uh uh-huh, I'm just saying this to say it. Mm -hmm. But little by little, when we start to convince ourselves of these things, we start to show up as that. And so you have to find the ones that work for you. Write them on sticky notes. Hang them on your mirror, your bathroom mirror. Hang them on your fridge. Tell them on your phone. Yeah, tell them to yourself. I like to write them because then I'm writing them. I'm seeing them. I'm hearing myself say them. Say them out loud to yourself do it in the shower, do it in the car. It does not matter, but tell yourself these things because you'll start showing up as them. Mm -hmm. Daily affirmations. Very important. Number three, do things that you love. Yeah, this is great. This one is great because so many times we do everything that everybody else wants us to do. Going out on a bike ride when you don't really like riding bikes, you'd rather go paint, you know, you, you do everything for everybody else and you leave yourself on the back burner. You know, so giving, giving yourself grace and tell, and doing the things that you enjoy doing. If you want to weave baskets underwater, weave baskets underwater, you know, get set some time aside and actually do it. Because if you don't set any time aside for yourself, all that time is given to everybody else. And this is something too, that this one speaks to me because non-negotiable for me. I told Armando, I don't care what we're doing. I don't care what I have to give up. We're going to travel. Traveling means so much to me and it's what I love. It's absolutely what I work so fucking hard to do is to travel. And so I, and every time I'm, we're traveling, we're on a vacation. All I'm thinking is I'm so grateful. It's like the deepest level of gratitude that I have is usually when I'm on vacation because I just think of all the all the things we're getting to experience for me, that's most important is experience over material things. And so I've always told Armando, we will not give up traveling because this is like, this is what I love to do. I will work my ass off. I will give up all the things if we get to travel. You have to be able to do the things that you love or what's the point? 
-hmm. What's the point at life if you're not doing the things you love? And this is something that recently a coworker of mine retired and I heard him telling a customer, yeah, I was just, you know, getting through life. And I'm like, you know what? I need to retire and enjoy traveling and doing all these things while I still can, while I'm physically incapable of doing these things. Because if I wait too long, I'm not going to be able to. And then what was the point of life? Mm -hmm. And that to me, I was like, preach. You can work so fucking hard. And this is what makes no sense to me. How come in all the best years of our lives, we're working the hardest, we're stretching ourselves the thinnest to then get to retirement age to just kind of wither away and do Mm -hmm. nothing. That makes no sense to me. I don't need big, fancy cars, expensive name brand things. If that means right now, when I'm physically able to travel, I can and do the things that fill my cup the most. Mm -hmm right? So make time for it. Put yourself first because nobody else is going to put you first. You have to do it for you. You have to be your own advocate here. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not showing up for yourself and doing the things that you love, you're selling yourself short. What the fuck is the point of life if you're not doing the things that you love? Because that's all we have. If that thing brings you the most joy, if painting is what sets your soul on fire, Buy the expensive painting class. Pay for it. Who cares? You'll pay it off. You'll make more money. You know what I mean? Like do the things that bring you the most joy because that is what life is about. It's about finding happiness. It's not about working yourself into the ground. It's not about pleasing others. It's not about having the fanciest car. It's about doing what makes you happy. It's about happiness. And that stems from doing the things that we love, filling your own cup. And for me, I mean, I know myself when traveling is when I truly feel that I relax. I get to truly decompress. I consider myself, and I'm going to change this narrative, something I'm going to work on, (laughs) but I consider myself a high stress person. But when we're on vacation, I feel like that falls and I love that. And I feel like that's why even more so I find it so important. Yeah. Number four, find a replacement for your bad thoughts and words and everything. So maybe for yourself, you look in the mirror in the morning and you're like, ugh. Yeah. How about we change that to good morning, beautiful? Mm Mm-hmm. Or maybe you look at your painting and you're like, wow, I still can't paint those trees the way they should. Maybe instead you say, wow, I'm making really good progress from where I started. It's about changing the way you say things to yourself. Yeah, I think that's, yes, you said that perfectly. It's just replacing those negative thoughts, those negative words with something positive. And it may seem kind of weird at first when you wake up in the morning and being like, instead of being, you're so you saying, uh, you say, wow, I'm, I look great. I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. You know, it may be difficult, but I guarantee that over time you do that every morning, you will begin to have that self-love. You will begin mm-hmm. to look at yourself and be like, I am damn beautiful. I am damn good. And your confidence will grow. Mm-hmm. And so many other things in your life will change. Yeah. Number five, ditch ripping into yourself. So she says this quote, and this is like, whoa, mm-hmm. this is a big one. Thoughts become our words. Our words become our beliefs. Our beliefs become our actions, our actions become our habits, and our habits become our realities. 
moment of silence for that mind-blowing quote. Mm -hmm. So let me read it to you one more time. Our thoughts become our words. Our words become our beliefs. Our beliefs become our actions. Our actions become our habits. And our habits become our realities. It's just a trickle-down chain effect that literally starts with the words becoming who and what we are. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. So powerful. How you speak to yourself. And this is something that I've talked recently with my clients on is you spend the most time with yourself. So a lot of times we'll set boundaries and tell others, hey, you can't talk to me like that. Well, how come you let yourself talk to you like that? Telling yourself you're ugly, you don't look good, you're, you know, all of these things, you're not capable, I can't do that. Then it comes in that other saying is, whether you can or you can't, you're right. Because you'll believe and fall into whatever you think, right? So if you think, oh, I can't do that, you could. But if you don't think you can, you won't. Yep. So you have to change that narrative. You have to change how you speak to yourself, the words that you're saying. And that kind of ties back to, again, your affirmations. What are you struggling with? What kind of words are you saying to yourself? What kind of self negative self-talk? And how can we change that into a positive affirmation that's going to convince yourself that you can? Yeah. Because, you know, as much as we all want a cheerleader in our lives, at the end of the day, somebody could tell us and tell us and tell us and tell us, but we have to also believe it. In, in order to believe it, you have to actually accept that it's possible. And so you have to change that narrative and how you speak to yourself and what you think is possible or impossible for your abilities. Yeah, it's so easy for us, especially if you, so if you're a parent, you, you can probably relate to this. Mm. We've all had our kids who were like, I can't do this. I can't ride my bike. I can't swim. I can't do this. And what do we do? As a parent, we jump in as a cheerleader and tell our children, you can do this. Just try it. You can do it. anything you, you want to do. You can do anything. Just give it a shot and try it and keep trying. Don't give up. You keep on mm -hmm. going. So why can we do that for our kids, but we can't do that for ourselves? Mm -hmm. Why? Because we've created this mental block that when we say we can't do something, That's we it. believe it. Book closed. Exactly. So get out of the get out of your own head and and tell yourself when you when that dark cloud of can't comes over top, look at the situation and say I can do this. And maybe something does feel impossible. Maybe it feels really hard, and maybe you can't do it right now. But okay, I can't do this right now, but I can figure out a way to do this. Mm -hmm. So let me see what yeah, I can do that's now. That's great, yep. So changing your can'ts to cans that are going to lead to changing that can't to a can. Yeah. Right? And so we have to sometimes be willing to put in that work. And we have to also be willing to believe in ourselves enough to say, actually, I can do this. I There's this quote that kind of goes around christmas it says if you can believe in santa for 10 years like speaking you know yep. when we're kids yep. then you can believe in yourself for five minutes <laughs> that is so true and it's so true it we, is. wow we believe in the craziest things when we're in that pure state again a, a rabbit that lays eggs come on yeah right <laughs> a tooth fairy that flies in and takes our nasty dirty teeth and leaves money <laughs> right but we can't believe in our own capabilities. I mean, it's, 
and we could like that could be a whole entire episode. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. So number six, let the love in. Okay. So this one, (laughs) I am so bad at this one. Somebody's like, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. I'm like, no, I don't look at this, this, and this. Be like, I just threw myself together. Yeah. Instead, how about you just say thank you? Yeah, that's it. That's it. You don't have to say let anything else. Let the love else. in. Yeah, don't, I love that. Don't, don't let somebody's compliment to you and you deflect it with a, like a negative, like back, what is a backhanded slap type of thing on yourself. Why would you do that? Accept that compliment. Somebody tells you your hair looks good today, even though you know that you just woke up, threw it in a bun and ran to work. And they say, wow, your hair looks good. Accept thank it. You. Accept it. Be like, thank you. That's all you have to say. Don't say, wow, I just threw this together. This whole thing. No, just accept the compliment. Just thank you. And I think it's, I think that's more some, that's more gauged towards women. Yeah. I think men really don't care as much. No. Um, I mean, if you tell me that I look great, I'd be like, cool, thank you. But that's pretty much it. But this is how I look all the time, you know? So it for women that are listening to this, somebody gives you a compliment. I want you to start practicing Send thank you, and that's it. Don't say anything else. And maybe give a compliment to somebody this week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's a good one. I have found this is something that's going to be a little side tangent, but I promise it's going to be fast. As Our episodes are thrive basically on side made up of multiple side tangents. But so thank you for bearing with us through yeah, all these episodes. For we appreciate all the side tangents. Okay. So as I got further into my fitness journey, I found myself so very early on I was in a dark place right I really had to work on my mindset and as I worked on my mindset and kind of switched my negative self-talk and really worked on myself mind body and soul and physically okay I started to make this shift I used to always think that women were staring at me, like judging me and all these things, but that's because that's what I was doing mm. because mm-hmm. I was in such a negative spot mentally. That's what I was doing. And I thought that's what other people were doing. Well, come to find out that was just me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure others who are in that, you know, so if you're in that spot, there is hope, I promise. But now as I've shifted out of that, instead of thinking, oh my gosh, they're probably looking at me, judging me for this outfit or, you know, different things like that. Now I find myself searching for opportunities to give compliments. It's just been such a shift. And I think of this because the other day at the gym, I complimented a girl and she was like, thank you. So like, it was such a big deal. Mm -hmm. You know, she just, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. I appreciate that so much. I was not feeling good this morning. You just made my whole day. And then like when she left, she came over and was like, bye, thank you. You made my day and left. And I just thought like, wow, I'm so glad I said something Mm because I almost didn't. And it wasn't because I didn't truly think it. I just was like, I don't know how accepting she'll be. Yeah, because you you know know how you are at the gym. At the gym, you're like, like, I'm there. You're there to put in work and you don't want to be bothered. The 5 a.m. crew, we're a different crew. Like you could tell those people are there to get shit done. Yeah, head down, headphones on. Yeah, yeah. Like the the 5 a.m. crew is like, we're there to get shit done because usually for us, this is the only time to get Mm -hmm. it done. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I'm just always, I try to be very aware of interrupting people or like chatting with people because I, because I myself, understand that because I'm there to get shit done. Right. But I, I'm glad I took the time to say it because I mean, twice 
she came back and was like, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, like when it initially happened and then before she left the gym. And all I thought was, I'm so glad I took the time to say that because I almost didn't say it. And it, you know, and I know when I get compliments, you could compliment me on my shoes and it would be the, you'd make my day. So I challenge you this week to compliment somebody. Take the time to give somebody a compliment because we all know how it feels. Yeah, sometimes it feels a little awkward and uncomfortable, but I challenge you to give one and the next time you receive one, just say thank you. Yeah, that's Don't great. divert it. Just accept it, appreciate it, and say thank you. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it. That's and then great. we're going to move on from it. Okay, number seven, don't compare yourself to others. We have beat this one like a dead horse. We have a whole entire episode, Comparison is the Thief of Joy. Mm -hmm. If you need more on this, which I think you probably do, even if you have already listened to that episode, go take a listen to that episode because it truly robs us of all of our joy when we're constantly comparing to others because a lot of times we're comparing our chapter one to their chapter 10. And that's not a fair comparison. And we have to remember that everybody starts somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that person once was where you are now. And it's not fair for you to look at their current when you didn't start at the same time. Mm -hmm. Even if you started at the same time, maybe they had a little bit more of the backup support, or maybe they had a little bit more study time Mm -hmm. or something else that gave them a little bit of an advantage. So you, it's not fair because you don't see that you didn't see all the work they put in behind the scenes to make this journey a little bit easier for themselves. You're just looking at it like we, we should both be close. And why aren't we? Well, a lot of times we don't see all the behind the scenes stuff. It's just not fair to compare ourselves because everybody's journey looks completely different. Because remember, you are the most customized and best mm-hmm. version of yourself. Yep. That's great. Number eight, forgive yourself. Huge, huge, huge. How many times have we talked bad to ourselves or how many times have we done something and be like, you're so dumb. Why did you do that? or anything, anything negative that comes out of our mouth towards ourselves, how many times have we done that? Raise your hand, because I'm raising my hand right now, Same. and I know Kelsey is too. We've all done it at some point in our lives, so you need to learn to just let it go and forgive yourself. You made a mistake, it's okay, you learn from it, and you move on. Yeah, it's, it's something that I think some people are good at this, at just like, well, it's okay, let's go. I think it's important to find a balance of, okay, I made this mistake. What lesson can I learn from this? But also I have to let it go because I think you either are bad at the learning the lesson or you're bad at the forgiving yourself. Mm -hmm. Some people move on from it too quickly and don't actually see, oh, okay. Work through the process. Yeah. I need to learn this lesson and, you know, maybe they don't do that process, but they never do it again. But I think it's important to really assess and say, what can be learned from this so that I don't do this again, Mm -hmm. but also I'm going to forgive myself because nobody's perfect and move on from it. Yep. Just like that frozen song, let it go. Mm -hmm. Number nine, which is the final one. She, I love at the end of every chapter, her, she always says, love yourself. And I think it's important because 
nobody's going to love you as much as you should love you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's really important that how can we expect others to love us if we can't first love ourselves? And I'm not talking the cocky, you know, my head is so big it can't fit through the front door ego, but I'm talking love ourselves in all the imperfections that we are. Just learn to love yourself while working on yourself. We're all looking to grow and become a better person and we all have things we can work on and that's going to be ever changing. I'll tell you that much as something gets better for myself as I feel like, oh my gosh, I'm making progress in this area that I've been focusing on working on. I then typically also find another area that I can work on, Mm -hmm. right? There's always something. We're always evolving and What's that saying saying of new levels bring new devils? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe an issue arises that never was an issue because now you're at this higher standard. Now you're playing a different game, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's how it's always supposed to be. We're always supposed to be working on ourselves and growing and evolving and becoming better versions of us. And so it's important, but at the same time, you have to love the current version of yourself yep. while you work on the future version of yourself. Yeah, no, I think you said that best. I mean, so that's the that's the final one is just to love yourself. And I hope that you can do that. And it's sometimes maybe difficult if you haven't done it your entire life. So make that change today on loving yourself. So that's all we have for you today. I hope that these nine steps really resonated with you and really you implement all of these, not mm-hmm. just one of them, but all of them in your life and in your daily routines, because we do believe that they will make a change in your life. And that change will happen only if you're willing to make that change. So that's all we have for you today. We appreciate it. And we will see you on the next one. Go out there and love your damn self. Thanks for listening to this episode of Self Love Sit Downs. If you like this episode, please leave us a review. In the world of podcasting, the only way to climb the ranks is by receiving feedback via comments and ratings, in return, reaching as many people as possible. As always, if you love this episode or know someone who would find value in this, share it with a friend and tag us. You can find us on Instagram at Kelsey underscore Teddy and Mondoferius05. For any additional feedback, you can email us at selflovesitdowns at gmail.com.